When Hispanic unemployment hit a record low of 3.9% in 2019, President Trump said his economic policies made that happen. The latest statistics for September show the rate at 10.3%. That's because of the pandemic. Will the president's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic and fewer jobs cause Hispanic Americans to reject Donald Trump at the polls next month? Well, here to weigh in is political analyst Julio Rivera. Mr. Rivera is editorial director for Reactionary Times and a featured columnist of the Washington Times, the American thinker Epic Times, and Toronto Sun. Julio, it's good to see you again. So before we discuss issues of concern to Hispanic Americans, I, I must say most politicians seem to think of Hispanics as a unified voting bloc, but that really isn't true, is it? Because after all, I know Puerto Rican culture, a lot different than, say, life in Chile. Isn't it a mistake for politicians to think Latinos all vote the same? Exactly. No, it most certainly is, Gary. I think that there's a lot of different flavors of Latino and Latino politics. You know, people have different sensibilities. You have a lot of social conservatives that reject the liberal policies of the modern Democratic Party, especially when it comes to those social issues. You know, they're vehemently opposed to abortion on demand. They're pro-traditional marriage. And, and on a lot of issues, they just don't really correspond to what the Democratic platform currently is. Now, that's not to say that there aren't a lot of uber-liberal Hispanics as well, but to, to go ahead and try to lump all Latinos into one group is generally a mistake when politicians do do that. Well, let, let's talk about some specific groups of Hispanic voters here, Cuban Americans in Florida. Most are probably more conservative because either they or their relatives fled the Castro regime and communism. Which way do you expect them to vote, Biden or Trump? Oh, I think that they will be firmly in the corner of President Trump and, and, and work as hard as they can to reelect them. I happen to know many Cubans and every Cuban, it's, it's universal as far as the ones that I've been lucky enough uh, to uh, you know, come into contact with throughout my life. They're all very pro-conservative. They're very anti-communist, pro-capitalist. They, they hate Castro. A lot of them, as you mentioned uh, previously, you know, they, they had negative experiences with that regime. One of my best friends, his family actually um, owned a chain of what would be smaller grocery stores in Cuba that were seized uh, once the Castro uh, regime uh, took power back in Cuba. So almost universally with every Cuban that I know, you know, they're, they're all very much pro-capitalist, very pro-Trump, and they're all very politically active, which is one of the, the best things that I can say about the Cubans that I know. Well, that make, may make the difference in winning Trump Florida. How about Puerto Ricans? I know that's dear to your heart. The governor there endorsed President Trump. Will that make a difference for him there? I, I think it may. Um, I'm, I was shocked by that, to be quite honest with you, because, you know, Puerto Rico has been so firmly uh, liberal for, for so long, um, you know, and even the, the parties that are supposedly the, the right wing parties in Puerto Rico would be considered moderate to probably, you know, a Democrat, standard Democrat, not the socialists that we're seeing nowadays. So there, there, there isn't really any true right wing stronghold amongst Puerto Ricans. But one thing that the uh, governor of Puerto Rico correctly pointed out was the fact that the politicians in Puerto Rico were responsible for withholding aid that FEMA and President Trump worked very hard to get to the Puerto Rican people very quickly. And we found warehouses and stockpiles of uh, you know, survival supplies that were never distributed. I mean, this is something that hurt my family you know, uh, very much directly. I know that with PREPA, the Puerto Rico Electric Authority and all their fraud, 
you know, uh, raising billions of dollars to go ahead and supposedly shore up the infrastructure, kept uh, Puerto Rico in the dark for months. And as a, a consequence of that, my father, who was receiving dialysis treatments at the time, had to go an extended period without receiving treatment and wound up dying about six weeks after the Hurricane Maria made landfall. Many Latinos are Catholic. Families, everything mm. to them. So how important is the pro-life issue for them while choosing a president or when choosing a president? Uh, I think that for, uh, you know, social conservatives in the Hispanic community, and this is generally across the board, across all voters. I mean, you do have some blacks that are uh, pro-family uh, social conservatives and whites as well. But particularly with uh, Latino Catholics, I think that they, they, they're very happy with what they've seen with President Trump. He's certainly been a pro-life president. I think that that extends as well to Mike Pence, who is a strong social conservative and has always set a, a remarkable example for Americans. Um, you know, I think that they're going to be firmly in the, in the Trump camp. But then in your urban enclaves, you know, in your New Yorks and your Los Angeleses and your Chicago's and, you know, in certain areas like that that are very liberal, you do have Latinos that are unfortunately, you know, very, uh, you know, far out, you know, almost extreme social liberals that believe in a lot of the things like, you know, the unfortunate things like, you know, abortion on demand up to, you know, birth, you know, which is which I find disgusting. And, and I think any any rational person should, regardless of their religion. Okay, finally, I'm going to ask you to make a prediction here. Donald Trump received 29% of the Latino vote in 2016. So what percentage do you expect he'll get this time compared to Joe Biden? I think that, and I and have been asked this before, I think it's going to be in the low 30s. I think he may even beat, I believe it was 32% from George Bush in 2004, I believe was what the number was. He may be in that range because Latinos have done great under Trump. You can't hold the coronavirus pandemic against President Trump because, as you see, the United States economy is already roaring back you know, where a lot of economies have completely fallen apart as a result of COVID. I would expect next year, as President Trump has promised to be the strongest economic year in the history of America. Okay, political analyst Julio Rivera of the Reactionary Times, thanks for sharing your insights. Always good to talk to you. Thank you, Gary, and God bless.